If the Bible's got you tied in knots, if you're burdened with religious thoughts, come grab a drink and join the choir. It's Heretic Happy Hour. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Heretic Happy Hour podcast, my friends. Oh, my goodness. We are so excited to have this opportunity to talk to you on this podcast. Welcome. My name is Keith Giles. I'm one of your co-hosts. Um, I am the author of the Jesus Un series, included G- including the most recently released Jesus Unforsaken, Substituting Divine Wrath for Unrelenting Love. And I'm joined by my co-hosts, Katie, Derek, and Matt. Say hi. Hey, everyone. This is Katie Valentine. I'm the author of Sex, Slavery, and Self-Control. And it's my favorite night of the week, the night when I get to meet with all of my wonderful co-hosts and record another stimulating episode of the Heretic Happy Hour. Really happy to be here. Woo! I am Derek Day. I am the author of Deconstructing Religion and of the Love Minus Religion podca- uh, podcast. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Blog on Pantheos.com. And I'm also the founder and host of the Forward Podcast. And I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> My name is Matt DiStefano, and I have a book to announce, guys. It's called Jesus Forsaken, Substituting Divine Love for Unrelenting Wrath. What? It's a response to uh, it's a, oh, it's you're, a, it's it's a, a response, response to Keith Giles' book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like ah. another response book. Didn't we do another response book to another book? <laughs> to another so, book, to another book, something about that. Oh, that's right. The response book is actually Before You Lose Your Mind. And if you have lost your well, you can even read it if you have lost your mind. It's before you lose your mind. You can read it before you lose yeah. your mind. But yes. if you if you have lost your mind, you can it still, still might read help it. you. It yeah, still it might help you. You might yeah. be a lost cause, but it might help you. <laughs> this will keep you from losing your mind. That's the plan. And, well, we can't promise that. Results not guaranteed. <laughs> Deconstructing bad theology in the church, and it is out now, of course, on Amazon, on Kindle, on paperback, 99 cents on Kindle, 9.99 on paperback. And you're just gonna have to go read it. Go check it out. It's worth every penny. Every fucking dime. <laughs> no, I don't know about a dime. It might, I don't know. I don't know. So if you guys want to get in touch with us heretics, you can do so by exercising finger dexterity and calling 240-343-7379. Once again, that's 240-343-7379. And before we roll that beautiful voicemail footage, understand that there may be something here that's a little triggering. It may be a little upsetting, but it will be absolutely entertaining. Yeah, hi. Listen, I was wondering if um, you guys would be willing to, to make a name change and instead of calling it the uh, the Heretic Happy Hour, call it the, the Heretic Heathen Happy Hour and then have a tagline that says, where righteousness is bastardized. I wonder if you might consider that. I think that's a good tagline. Or where scripture is bastardized. Uh, or, or where Christianity is bastardized. You know, something along those lines. If you need to have the heathen in there for sure, a heretic heathen happy hour. And, uh, you know, that'll do it. You can rest assured Jesus would not attach his name to anything you guys do. Why would he? Why would he? Maybe with the Apostle Paul. 
or any of the apostles for that matter. Why in the world would any of those guys who were willing to be hung upside down on a cross for Jesus? Why would why would they why would they have anything to do with you guys? I mean, you're just uh, you're just as world worldly as anyone. I mean, you're not. I mean, yeah, we always have to battle the flesh, but damn God, you know. You don't need to. You don't need to just live in the flesh and then uh, try to export that to the world as the way in which we're supposed to live. Let's walk by the Spirit. What does that mean to the heretic? Walking by the Spirit, cursing, using the F word, running with whatever sexuality you feel is okay, moving the feeling of the moment. Let your emotions and your feelings guide you. Forget about truth and facts. Let your emotions and feelings guide you. Forget about the fact that you were. What your sex was, you know. Forget about how it's declared in Scripture you're supposed to be sexually engaged with one another. Forget about sexual purity as defined as shown in Scripture. Forget that. Katie Valentine shown us with her scholarship. I would have tossed that to the wind. Follow the way you feel, man. It's consensual, it's A-OK. Get that orgy going. If everybody's consensual, it's A-OK. Since you're slapping Paul around, you forget about what he said to the printing, you know, and the sexual immorality they are involved in. I, I, I mean, what is sexual immorality to you guys? Jeez. All right, let me know what baby food you want so I can send it on up to you. Have a great one. I got to get to the doctor. Yeah, me again. Uh, hey, listen, guys, uh, heretic. That is a, uh, I guess that's a pretty good description. Uh, you know, I want somebody to take this verse and then I see how it applies, uh, to what you're doing there. Ephesians 3 through 5, chapter 5, chapter 5, 3 through 5. But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. So, I mean, uh, well, obscenities and foolish talk and coarse joking. Obviously, at the happy heretic hour, is that what it is? Or the heretic happy hour? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, these are the kind of scripture verses that you guys just kind of exclude and just kind of throw out of the Bible, I guess. This doesn't apply to you. Um, in your walk with Christ, uh, using profanity and filthy language and coarse joking and sitting around talking about how you're jerking off. And I mean, this doesn't apply to you, does it? I'm just wondering which scriptures do apply to you. That's what I'd like to know. I mean, it's kind of like you've watered Jesus down. You've watered all the scriptures down. You've watered down what it means to walk with Christ. Is this what you call de deconstruction? Is that what it is? Uh, you're propagating homosexuality and bisexualism and lesbianism and transgenderism and uh, orgies, the whole night. I mean, is there anything that's off limits to you? I mean, I, I, I tell you, 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 you could probably get a, a series on Netflix pretty easily. Speaking of, I mean, people who are walking in the ways of the world, they, they will flock to your message. You don't have to worry about that. I mean, you start promoting your book on Facebook and, and 
your 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 ideas that uh, go against uh, historical Christianity. And uh, uh, I mean, you're going to have people who are walking in the ways of the world. They will flood to what you're teaching. You don't have to worry about that. You got a big crowd that's going to come into you. I mean, people who are just who don't who don't want to change their lifestyles, who don't want to do anything to upset the way that they live to follow Jesus. Uh, they're going to be they're going to love your message. Now they got now they can follow Jesus that really doesn't care what they do or how they act or what sexual activity they're in, or what kind of coarse language or bold, vulgar, vulgar, foul language they use, uh, because your Jesus doesn't care. It's okay with your Jesus. Hey, ignore the pain, bury it, and go with the feel of the moment. Make your sex choices based on impulse and emotional feelings. Not only will the secular world applaud and support you, but so will the Woodstock church hippies writing this book. Subscribe to their Happy Heretic Hour podcast and listen in. These churchy crap boys will lavish you with foul, crude language, the F word, cussing and bitterness and rampant sex jokes. Light a joint, grab a beer, and settle in for some good old theological porn. Welcome the twilight zone yeah i can get on the happy heretic hour and i can say whatever cuss word i want to and you know i can make up whatever sexual practice i want to and and uh, i mean we can just do it all we're really what we're really doing here at the happy heretic hour we're just creating our own religion now we got jesus sprinkled in there a little bit you know uh, so we can have some sort of uh give us some credibility you know we can use Jesus in there, and every once in a while we'll get some scripture in there. But the most mainly, it's just stuff that we come up with, you know. You know, we're just uh, getting our own mystics together and putting our own doctrine together, and and uh, it's just on the fly, by the seat of our pants, you know. And, and it sounds good, you know. At least we think it sounds good. So uh, we're just putting it together, you know. You know, so bring all your profanity and bring all your sexuality and bring all your orgies and just come on to the happy heritage. Just come join us at the Happy Heretic Hour. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a place on Pornhub pretty soon called Happy Heretic Category. And you can go there and you can watch us do orgies and, and uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. And, uh, oh, yeah, but we'll, we'll be throwing Jesus in. Yeah, Jesus will have something to do with it. And, uh, and uh, you know, God, and we'll, we'll throw God in there, you know. It's all part of, I mean, you know, you can find you can find this stuff, you know, somewhere back in Scripture. Hey, man, the Corinthians did it. They did it. It's okay. We'll do it, you know. Uh, shoot. Uh, so going out there and, you know, you feel like you're a man and you feel like you need to have sex with a man, well, just go do it. Don't pay attention to the fact that one out of six who do that uh, have AIDS and don't know it. And don't pay attention to the STDs that are skyrocketing from all the gay activity out there. And don't pay attention to the studies that show that, uh, you know, the average gay person has like 500 different partners and they're all strangers and, you know. Hey, it's all good, man. If it feels good, do it. That's how we do it. It's a happy heretic hour. Yeah. All right. Over now. You know, I guess, I'm guessing what you guys really need to do, what you guys really need to do is just, instead of just having a broadcast, a podcast, you need to have, uh, a live studio. And, uh, you know, I, Invite strippers in. I guess that's the next thing you do. Just bring some strippers in there and let them get up on the stripper pole and strip, you know. And um, be the heretic stripping hour. There you go. And uh, I, I don't know. The way you guys are thinking, I'm sure you can come up with all kinds of different things you can do. 
and then sprinkle Jesus in there. Just sprinkle Jesus in there, and uh, man, you'll draw a crowd. You know, uh, I don't think I don't think Jesus is going to be real happy about it. I don't think our Father in Heaven is going to be real happy about it. But uh, I don't think that's going to bother you guys. I mean, you guys are you guys are going to be willing to do anything, say anything. You know, so get so get yourself a little studio and uh, just see how many uh, how many worldly people you can get uh, uh, following your worldly Jesus because that's a very worldly uh, Jesus you got going on. I don't know. I thought Jesus said he was his ways were not of the ways of the world, but uh, that, that didn't seem to stick with you guys. You guys, Jesus' ways are the ways of the world. You know, there's no differentiation there. I don't I don't see it. So, uh, hey, you know, you know, uh, since you're going to travel on down that path, I mean, chief, just, I guess you're just going to keep on with the F word and, I mean, keep looking. I mean, there's all kinds of other vulgar language that, uh, you guys could be using. I mean, what's wrong? Come on. Come on. Let's get some more vulgar language going. Let's get some more profanity going on. Let's, uh, let's talk about some other, let's get the, let's keep promoting those uh, sexual deviancy and immorality and coarse language and and uh i mean you guys are you guys are getting it done and that in that in that vein for sure so uh i wish i could congratulate you but uh to me it's just very sick and sad so um over and out yeah hey i got a question uh for the heathens at the uh heretic happy hour and I uh, just wonder, what do you think is, does it mean to walk by the Spirit versus walking by the flesh? For instance, if we have doubts about a sexual practice that we're thinking about doing, let's say it's an erected penis into the rectum of another man, uh, that has a good chance of giving us AIDS. Would, be a, would a decision to do so, something like that be walking in the flesh, or would it be walking in the Spirit? Would it be a wiser decision to keep from doing that and walk by the Spirit or let our flesh take over and, you know, go by the flesh? Just wondering. Uh, and then, of course, that could be said as far as any sort of sexual encounters with the same sex. Uh, if you're having feelings, feelings that uh, in spite of the fact that your biology and your anatomy tells you and your chromosomes tell you from your DNA and the way that you were created inside your mother's womb that you are a particular sex, say a male, and you feel by the flesh. You feel in your emotions by the flesh that you're really not a man, but you're a woman. And you want to have a transformative surgery that turns you into a woman. Is that walking by the flesh, or is that walking by the spirit? Uh, when you're sitting around talking on your little show there, and, uh, you know, you're using the F word and then you're kind of encouraging others to use the F word or other vile, vulgar, foul language. Uh, is that walking by the flesh or is that walking by the spirit? What does Paul mean when he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me? Is that walking by the flesh or is that walking by the spirit? I'd just really like to hear your take. I'd really like to hear the heathens at the... Heretic Happy Hour, give us their slant on that. Walking by the Spirit versus walking by the flesh. Over and out. Your body is Play-Doh. 
do what you want with it. Your sex organs are not just for heterosexuality and human procreation. You can use them however you feel in the moment. Male on male, rectal penetration. Male on male, rectal penetration. Go for it. 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 Well, I did check in to listen to the podcast, at least about the first five minutes of it, maybe first ten minutes of it, enough to hear the bearded one there give his F-F-E-D-F-F-S. I mean, what are you guys doing? I mean, really, what are you doing? I mean, like I said in one of my earlier phone messages, your, your book book's going to do well because it feeds the world just what it wants. I mean, there's really nothing that differentiates you from the world. And so, uh, I mean, stop calling yourself Christian. It really doesn't matter. Uh, uh, the, the term Christian has been so bastardized anyway. You know, calling yourself Christian, just it really doesn't mean anything good these days. So, you know, anybody can call themselves a Christian. And, and uh, with what you got me, with what you guys are saying, it just bastardizes it more. So... You know, I really don't understand what you're doing. And when you start using that kind of language or you talk about the things that you're doing, you know, find, find, you know, do you really think Jesus Christ would be affiliated with that? That's all that I'm saying. I don't know if you're a Christ follower or a Christian. I don't know how you can call yourself a Christ follower and do that and think that using that kind of language is something that Christ would condone. I mean, certainly you can't think, you think that. So, you know, heretic to what? You're really not, I mean, I don't see you guys being Christ followers, so how could you be a heretic? You're just somebody out in the world that's bringing some, it's really a new religion. What you guys have come up with is a new religion, and Jesus, you're not trying to follow Jesus. I don't see how that's possible. Um, When you say you're deconstructing the Bible and deconstructing your faith, um, <laughs> it's like it's like you don't have any foundation it's like you're going to deconstruct it down to the very bottom and there's not even going to be a foundation there at all because you're, you're, you've already dug the cornerstone out you're, you're removing the foundation you're taking Jesus out of the equation I don't know what you guys are doing I really don't it's really sad and pathetic Katie, I don't know what you're saying with your sex is. I wish you guys would look up some stats on one out of six gays being having AIDS, not knowing it. Look at the STDs. Look at the infidelity that goes on. You guys seem to never be willing to talk about that kind of stuff. But I can't go past 10 minutes of your broadcast anymore anyway. It's more than I can take. So, uh, But really, you started a new religion, and you shouldn't even associate it with Christ at all. Because I don't see how Christ would have anything to do with what you're doing. That's my two cents, well. Oh, jeez. Fourteen minutes into the hundredth episode. I don't know where to start. Jeez. I mean, such bastardization. I don't remember the name of the bearded one. He got to be on your broadcast, but he said then he wants to smack around Paul. He want to smack around Paul? You need to go back and read all the suffering he did to get the gospel proclaimed. And what was the gospel that he proclaimed? He proclaimed Christ. And you're sitting there saying that he didn't quote Christ. All he did was proclaim Christ. He said, it was no longer he who lived, but Christ who lived in me. 
He was jailed and imprisoned and shipwrecked and naked and hungry. And having to flee from town to town to proclaim the gospel. And you want to smack him upside the head? I tell you, it's a good thing you're not sitting in front of me right now. Because I'd knock you across the room. Talk about taking one of those... Jeez, give me a break, man. The F-man, the bearded F-man of the bastardizers on the heathen's heretic bastardizing happy hour. I mean, seriously, you know what? I wouldn't knock you across the room. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't kick you. I wouldn't beat you. I wouldn't do anything like that. I just feel sorry for you. I think you're pathetic. I really do. I mean, look, why don't you just take three-quarters of the New Testament and just rip it out and throw it away if you want to slap Paul around? I mean, you're not even worthy to read his words, if that's how you feel about Paul. Don't read his words anymore. Don't read Romans. Don't read any of it. Just throw it out. Go write your own Bible, bearded one. And you can sprinkle the F word throughout in the, the mother effing, you know, you were so proud to throw out there because Keith couldn't say it. Man, you're a real man. You're a real, you're a real Christian man. Real righteous, standing up for righteousness. Oh, I can feel it in your bone, bearded one. <laughs> Flat tall around. Man, I've heard it all, man. That, that is the most bastardizing statement I think I've heard any of you guys make if you slap the Apostle Paul around. Well, if it hadn't been for Paul, he probably wouldn't even know the gospel right now, my friend. You ever thought about that? He said he would rather be cut off from Christ himself so the others could know Christ. And you want to slap Paul around? Don't think I'm going to make you laugh, but I do have concerns. This thing has really got next to me. I don't know what's going on here, but, um, you know, I'm with you guys on institutional Christianity. You know, the whole system is abusive, and it holds people back from their growth. I get all that. I'm with you guys against the, uh, the gospel coalition. I get all that. But on the other side of it, you know, you kind of, you're promoting a debauched lifestyle. And at the same time, you're kind of like, you know, I got to think about it, you're kind of like Larry Flint. You know? You're kind of like, uh, you're, you're kind of, it's kind of like you're, uh, this is your, this is your free speech in the, in the quote Christian world. And uh, you want to be given the freedom uh, in your propagation of whatever you think Jesus is or who he was. And I'm having a real hard time figuring out exactly who you think Jesus was. I mean, now we're putting faith, now God's putting faith in us. There we go. Yeah, God's coming to us for salvation. And then you got all this debauched livestock. So you, to me, you're kind of like Larry Flint. So I understand your euphoria and your exuberance and your excitement over the fact that you've got this book that you've now written and it's doing well and selling well and people are reading it. And that scares me big time. 
because I don't think people need to be lining up with what you're seeing at all. And, um, I mean, you really are. You're kind of like Larry Flint. You're kind of like the Hustler magazine to Christianity, as Larry Flint was to free speech in America. Uh, you're kind of like you're standing up with this. It's just, it's just gross to me. I'm sorry. I just, to me, it's just dirty and filthy. And it's not a deconstruction, it's a regression uh, back into something that, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, like I said before, well, what is it that separates you guys from others in the world? Uh, I mean, what is it about your ways that you're promoting that are different than the ways of the world? I mean, I don't get it, I don't see it. I mean, to me, you just, you're a parallel, you're just running right, right alongside the ways of the world and there's nothing that's really di differentiating you Except that you talk about Jesus. You talk about it, you know. And then you throw your F words in there and, and uh, you talk about sitting around and jerking off. That's cute. That's real funny. Uh, I guess when you guys get your spot on uh, Pornhub and, you know, I don't know. I mean, you just, I, I, don't get, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's really sick. So, you know, what can I do now? Yeah. Okay, I got a question. Could take me several recordings here to get the whole gist of it out. But yesterday I was listening to the 100th episode, uh, and I think that was where um, Matthew uh, gives the big reveal where he is uh, quote bisexual. And what I could not determine from that is that is he just having uh, emotional feelings, uh, sexual feelings towards same sex uh, men. Uh, or was he actually engaging in homosexual activity with uh, men while he is still married? Uh, the second part of the question is, what do you, what do the, the heretics define as fidelity and infidelity? Or is there even such a thing uh, in your in your norm structure as to how you uh, look at uh, sexual practices? Uh, what does what does Katie mean when she says she's sex pro or pro sex or whatever that is? Um, it appears to me that it means uh, anything to go as far as it, as long as it's consensual, whether that's homosexuality, bisexuality, lesbianism, um, you know, uh, whatever, you know, orgies. I mean, you know, I, I'm guessing she's okay with orgies. If everybody in the group's okay with it, we'll just you know go for it, you know. Um, I also want to hear some clarification on your use of profanity. You know, you've heard that in my re previous re uh, messages that I've left. What is your stance on that? I mean, do you see nothing wrong with that? Uh, lastly, how much do you think the secular culture and its and its up drastic uptick over the last several decades in the in the use of profanity in their uh, films and TV programs? The breakdown of the family unit in their sitcoms, uh, their attack on the father figure of the home. Um, what are your what What are your takes on that? Uh, what about in the black community, where seventy percent of the homes are single homes? Have you read the statistics on what happens to young boys when they have no father in the home? They drop out of school. They get involved in crime. They do drugs. They have no respect for authority. And then take a look at the at the. Uh, the black community and where, where, where most of the crime from this nation is coming from. Not because of the color of their skin, but because of the dynamics of what's taking place in their home.
So are you guys willing to address these things? What about all of the stats that show that people who are involved in homosexual activity are have some serious abuse in their past or, or highly severely dysfunctional home that they grew up in? And Matthew, is that you? Well, I just listened to your prodigal podcast. And uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, you know, with all my other comments that I've left here earlier today on your message recorder there, uh, that was a great conversation on the product. Now, that was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. And then you had to sync it up at the very end. I mean, I don't know what your problem is. I really don't. I mean, so, so Keith uses the F word twice, and he gets congratulated like, like it's some great accomplishment. Uh, thank you, Keith. You finally reached the point where you could uh, you know, give us some foul, repugnant language, you know, uh, that works great in the secular world. I mean, they really love it. I mean, forget the fact that we're supposed to live in a way that kind of separates us from those in the world. And that would include clean language, you know, not repulsive, repugnant language. Oh, but Keith, climb the ladder, man. You got a couple of F words out at the end. Oh, you just got to feel great about that, don't you? I mean, you guys really are but like a bunch of frat boys in a fraternity, you know? You have this great conversation, and then, you know, you got to end it like that. I mean, what, it seems to me that uh, somebody would have said, uh-oh, uh-oh, Keith, you're getting like us. We need to work on the F word. We need to get it out of our language. Instead, he's, in, he's congratulated. Well, congratulations, guys. You finally influenced Keith to the point where he feels comfortable using the F word. Wow. You guys are really on it, aren't you? Jeez. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You know, it's like he had this beautiful, beautiful conversation on the prodigal, and at the very end, it's like you all together pass the wind, and at one point, you're sending this beautiful, fragrant aroma to heaven, and then you just stunk it up at the very end, and God had to turn his nose up and look away. Wash your mouth out, guys. I don't know what's going on, why you think you need to do this, but just clean the language up. Clean the F word doesn't... It doesn't. It doesn't give a better. It doesn't give a good picture. It gives. A, it gives a. It's what it is. It's filthy and dirty. Get rid of it, please. Over and out. Well, that's all the time we have for today, everybody. <laughs> Wait, Sorry, is this real? We're, we're being played off now. This yeah, I think that was <laughs> it. Yep. Thanks, right, everybody. Well, Thanks for listening. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Well, rate, rate and review on iTunes. Thanks. Please. <laughs>